Hey, welcome to the H&HR podcast. My name is Heather Taves. And I am Heidi Bolt. And we're sisters. We believe here at the H&H Hour that your ordinary is extraordinary. Thanks for listening. Hey friends, I hope you've had a great week since we chatted with you last time. Heather, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Good. Okay, so I want to just jump right in to something that God showed me in his word this morning. I think that uh, sometimes we need fluff, don't we, in life, Heather? And mm-hmm. sometimes we just need to get right to the good stuff. That's true. Um, so this morning I was reading in God's word and I am in a reading plan where it tells me every morning what to read. Mm-hmm. And so I was reading through and I just want to kind of share some of the clippets of the things that I saw the first verse that really jumped out to me was Psalm 67, 1. And I think this is for every single person listening right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, may God be merciful and bless us. May his face smile with favor on us. Mm-hmm. And I just had this picture of, have you ever received the most genuine smile from somebody and just that feeling of what it does to your soul, mm-hmm. you know, when, whether it's unexpected or exactly what you needed, yeah. just the genuineness of a smile. Um, and then to think of the Father God smiling on, on us yeah. and his favor being on us. I, I think every single person can relate in some capacity right now to our need for God's mercy and our need for God's blessing upon not only this nation, but probably every single person listening in every single nation represented on this podcast. Um, we're in a time where we desperately do need God's mercy, and we always have, but I think we're suddenly very, very aware of our need. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. I think sometimes we have this unfortunate view of how God views us. Mm. We see him or we feel that he looks down on us kind of with harshness yeah. with this like iron fist of I'm I'm out to get you if you take one wrong step mm-hmm. if you make one wrong move mm-hmm. and while God is a very just God mm-hmm. um he is also such a loving father yeah and that's that's what his name is father you know and you think about not everyone has a picture of an earthly father that represents God very well. Mm -hmm. But if you think about everyone probably knows someone that they would say they're a father figure in my life. And what does that person look like? That person looks like someone who's gentle, Mm -hmm. who's kind, who's compassionate, who looks at you with eyes that smile, who says, I'm proud of you, who says you can do this, who picks you up when you fall and you scrape your knee, you know, who gives you hugs. And that is the, the picture that I see of our heavenly father most of the time. Yeah. And I think sometimes I can get caught up in that um, incorrect view of like, oh, God's out to get me. Yeah. Like he's, he's gonna, he's gonna be harsh with me if, if I don't, you know, toe the line here. Yeah. 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 But today as I was reading in Micah, who was a minor prophet, so he was one of the prophets that wasn't quite as well known as Mm -hmm. Isaiah or Elijah, you know, some of the big name prophets. He was a little guy. Wouldn't that kind of be a bummer to be a prophet in the Bible and you're considered a minor prophet? Yet you still made the Bible. Right. You still have your own <laughs> book. Like, I would be okay with you're that. You're just a minor prophet. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. But um, 
he says this at the end of his book. He spent the whole book basically telling the people how they have walked away from God and how God's judgment is going to come upon them. Now, keep in mind, this is Old Covenant. So Jesus had not entered the scene on earth yet to completely change the, the way people interacted with God right. because of the blood of Jesus and his righteousness. But this is what he says. Um, Once again, you will not stay angry with your people forever because you delight in showing unfailing love. Hmm. Once again, you will have compassion on us. You will trample our sins under your feet and throw them into the depths of the ocean. You will show us your faithfulness and your unfailing love. Hmm. And that is when you read that about, you know, it made me think of that, that God our Father, like the overarching character that he has is Hmm. love. Yeah. Is love for his people that he created. That's so good. Heather, I think that somebody said this recently. I was re- I've I've heard this concept before, but I was reminded of it. I think we actually heard it at the If Gathering, which is a conference put on every year for women and um I think that's the last place I heard it, but somebody talked about the importance of what is your first thought that you have of God? Mm. Yeah. When you think of God, what is the first thing that comes to mind and how important that is? That's so good. Because if it is like, oh, I, I just can't live up to his expectations or I'm worried he's going to judge me or, you know, I'm not good enough, then yeah. you have an incorrect view of God. Yeah. You know, but if it is, I know God adores me. Yeah. Or he's such a good father. Yeah. He's or, for me. Yes. He believes in me. Yeah. Then it, you probably have a more accurate um, thought process and thought life about who God is mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. You know, and that's not, if you're, if your first thought is one of, I'm not good enough, um, that doesn't make you a bad person. No. It just means that you get to experience the truth of who God is mm-hmm. in your life. And he has the opportunity to show you the side of him that is loving, that is the good father, the the one that is his mercy is going to be upon you, that he wants to bless you, that he wants his favor to be upon you, and that he wants his face to smile on you. Yes. And that's, the devil wants you to believe the opposite of that. Yeah. He wants you to believe the lies that, that God is just out to get you. Right. Um, that he, you know, that's what he said to Adam and Eve in the Bible. Like he was basically saying like, God's not really who he says he is. He's not really going to do what he says he's going to do. He was trying to get Adam and Eve to believe the opposite of what the truth was. Right. And so if that happened to the very first people on earth, you better believe it's still happening to us today, you know? And that and that's something we have to almost have like, okay, like give ourselves some grace in. Yes. To say, this has been an attack on us, mm-hmm. the people of God, for since the beginning of time. Right. But we can overcome it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you think of Adam and Eve, um, they... The Bible talks about how God would walk through the garden with them. Yeah. So they were experiencing him in a way that was very personal. Yeah. You know, very, like, in a way that I I don't know that any of us have experienced. Yeah. In a different concept. Right. In his perfect setting, Mm -hmm. in his perfect creation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yet God had to give them mercy and give them grace. And so I do think that there is... You know, we're in just such a unique time in history right now where I believe every single person is feeling some level of oppression right now Mm -hmm. over this entire thing that our world is walking through Mm -hmm. with COVID-19. And um, whether you 
are on one side of thinking that it is completely legit and everybody needs to be wearing masks and staying away from each other, or you're on the side where you feel like this is not nearly as big of a deal, like this is being blown out of proportion. No matter where you fall on the spectrum, Mm -hmm. you are probably sensing some amount of oppression and some amount of darkness and some amount of sadness or sorrow or disappointment in, in whatever. Um, but I want to finish reading Psalm 67 because I think this is just like a prayer, I think, that needs to be prayed over the people of the world right now, whether it's our leaders making decisions, whether it's the you know medical staff, whether it's you young mama sitting in your house with your children for, you know, week seven, week eight, or, you know, a man trying to pro- provide for his family and struggling to make ends meet because your hours have been cut, whatever you're, yeah. wherever you're at. So it talks about God's mercy and his blessing and his face smiling upon us with favor. But then it says this, may your ways be known throughout the earth, your saving power among people everywhere. Mm. We need that. We need yes. God's saving power among yes. people everywhere. It's the only answer we have. It is the have. only answer. And then it says, may the nations praise you, O God. Yes, may all the nations praise you. Let the whole world sing for joy. That feels really far off yeah, it does. right now that the whole world would sing for joy. Yeah. Because you govern the nations with justice and guide the people of the whole world. Again, mm-hmm. we're all in this together. We're mm-hmm. all experiencing something together. May the nations praise you, O God. Yes, may the nations praise you. Then the earth will yield its harvest, and God, our God, will richly bless us. Yes, God will bless us, and people all over the world will fear him. Hmm. And I don't think it's fear as in like, I'm afraid of who God is. Right. It is a fear to be away from him. Mm -hmm. It's a reverence. Um, Mm -hmm. Knowing you cannot function apart from him. Yeah. That kind of a fear. Yeah. And I just wonder if truly, if part of this, you talked about this when you preached yesterday, but if part of this is the Lord's mercy upon us, actually, mm-hmm. in order to let some hearts get positioned, in order for him, in order for them to realize, for us to realize as a people, as a whole, how much we really do need him. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I would say most of us up until this time, we're pretty self-sufficient. Yeah. We're pretty much able to provide for ourselves in almost every setting. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, we are pretty much without need. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know that that's the best place for us to be. Yeah. Where there's not any need for God. There's not any like glaring situation where it's like God has to show up. Yeah. Or I am doomed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's my prayer over our nations and over the people is that we would truly be able to sense God's face smiling upon us. Yeah, that's really good. You mentioned that yesterday I preached and when I got done, I had felt leading up to it very strongly that the Lord wanted to heal some people mm-hmm. and that he wanted to break off some things in our lives that we had been holding us back from Mm -hmm. having experiences with the Holy Spirit and with, with the Lord. And to the point, I felt it so strongly in my 
soul that it was affecting my physical body too. Mm. Like I was yeah. in a lot of pain with my shoulder and some things. And I noticed some people that might sound a little out there, but it's like anything in life when you go through something very stressful and then that usually shows up in your physical body right. weeks or months down the road. And so that's kind of what had happened to me. I'd had this word that the Lord spoke to me and I'd internalized it and it was I was carrying it. It mm-hmm. felt like a very heavy load because it was specifically for the people of our church. And that's what prophets do. Mm-hmm. They get a word from the Lord to give to the people. And so until they can give that word, kind of birth that word, if you will, it's a heavy load to carry. Mm-hmm. So my physical body was feeling it and we had our service and we're on live stream and that brings its own challenges. And to be very honest, insecurity, mm-hmm. because you're like, here I am on camera having to like talk to a camera instead of to real people. Yeah. And, um, you know, I don't know who's watching and we still have a fairly small church. And so when you get up on stage at our church, you pretty much know everybody. And you can see like, their eyes. <laughs> you know who you're talking and you're yeah. getting this like affirmation of like, I'm for you, Heather. I believe in you. And, and yeah. so getting up in front of a camera and you know, cause you've done this, it's, it's a different ball game. It's awkward. And it is, it's awkward. <laughs> and so I was dealing with some of those insecurities as well. And when I got done and the Holy Spirit moved and it was beautiful and and he did his thing that he needed to do. And I feel like people that chose to respond Mm -hmm. um, probably really had an awesome experience with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. I believe there probably were a lot of people that were just like, eh, okay, moving on. Um, And that's too bad Mm -hmm. because the Lord really wanted to meet with people. Um, but when we got done, we went and got lunch, took it home, and I could barely finish my lunch. I was so tired. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, all I could do was fall in bed mm-hmm. and take a nap. And throughout the whole rest of the day, I was still exhausted. I had left everything that I had yeah, out there um, for the Lord that morning and for our people. And when I went to bed, I remember the last thought I had before I fell asleep was, I am so tired. I don't know how I'm going to be able to function tomorrow. Hmm. I've got to get up and teach school and feed my family and and record a podcast. (laughs) And I don't think I will have an ounce of energy. Hmm. And I just, as I was drifting off to sleep, I felt the Lord say, just trust me. Hmm. I was like, okay. You're going to have to give me a big old shot of caffeine or something. (laughs) And the first thing that I heard when I woke up this morning, it was actually before my alarm even went off. It was barely light out. The birds were starting to sing. And I heard him say, my grace is sufficient for you. Mm. And then I fell back asleep and I slept Mm. for another hour or whatever. And when I woke up, I felt great. Wow. Like tired still, but I felt like, okay, I've got what I need to get through my day and not just get through it, but get through it well, you know, and to have the energy to sit down and teach science to my son and long division to my daughter and sit in front of you and have this podcast and, Mm -hmm. you know, make lunch for our families and all of those things. And I, I had enough and it was because his grace is sufficient for me. Yeah. Because I was obedient to do what I needed to do and he filled me up when I was weak and low and had nothing left to give. Yeah. Well, and I think that it's so important for us all to remember that God does follow up on his promises. Yeah. And he says in his word, he says, even the flowers don't have to worry about tomorrow because he takes care of them. And yet, how much more does he love us? That's what he says. But I think so often we forget, just like you said, that he 
actually is going to show up yeah. in our day. Yeah. He's actually going to give us what we need. He says, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to have enough worries of its own. Mm-hmm. Like, I will take care of that. And does that mean there's never going to be hard things? No, absolutely not. Does it mean having faith in God means we're never going to be sick? No, it does not mean that. But it means that there is an amount of grace that comes over you yeah. to be able to walk the road that he puts in front of you that day. Yeah. And I love that, you know, here you are a 41-year-old, sorry, I gave your age away, <laughs> 41-year-old seasoned believer mm-hmm. still being reminded. And the Lord is still full of grace to remind you, I've got this day. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to make it. Mm-hmm. And... um I just think that's a beautiful picture of the yeah. goodness of God. Yeah. That he meets us right where we need him to meet us in making lunches and teaching science and long division because the Lord knows he needs to show up in long division. Right? No kidding. I actually like long division. <laughs> okay. It's geometry I can't handle. <laughs> yeah. And I love that. It's true. And it's true for every single person that hears our voices right mm-hmm. now. Your situation may be totally different. You might not be able to relate to homeschooling moms right. that also preach God's word, you know, on a live stream. <laughs> Facebook on Sunday mornings, or um, you might not be able to relate to uh, being a parent, right? You know, but that doesn't change God's faithfulness to you in your situation, yeah. To Heidi, Mm -hmm. Um, His faithfulness doesn't know boundaries of people's circumstances. And the last verse that I read this morning before I closed up my Bible was Micah five five, and it says this: "I, the Lord." did everything I could to teach you about my faithfulness. Mm. And I thought that is so beautiful and so fills me with so much hope to know that he has done and will continue to do everything he could possibly do to teach us and to show us his faithfulness to us. And so if we're not seeing it, it's not on him. That's so good. It's on us. Yeah. It's something's wrong with our eyesight. Something's wrong with our hearing. Mm-hmm. Something's wrong with our state of heart. Yeah. Because he's done everything that he could possibly do yeah. to show us his faithfulness to us. Yes, that's so good. I know there's a quote that talks about that God's always doing 10,000 things and we may perceive only one. That is not the exact quote. It's something like that. But Close enough. that's the concept is yeah. like he's always working and moving. Yeah. I think so often we just don't even notice yeah. or we think it's coincidence yeah. or haphazard or mm-hmm. by chance. Mm-hmm. And yet it's like, God's like, no, that was me. Mm-hmm. That was my smile for mm-hmm. you. That was my favor. You know, yeah. I have a couple girlfriends who we Marco Polo or um, text every now and then. And we'll often try to share like the goodness of God in our life. And we often will say that was a hug from God. Mm-hmm. You know, that was just God's smile upon you. Mm-hmm. I think just to remind each other that yeah. God is in this. Yeah. You know, this world that we're walking through, God is so present. Yeah. Even when it maybe feels like it's hard to find him in it. Yeah. And I think it's would be foolish of us to not recognize the fact that while we're all facing this pandemic right now worldwide, there are a lot of people that are also going through really difficult things that have nothing to do with COVID. Absolutely. You know, there are people who have had cancer diagnosis, yeah. who've lost children, yeah. who've lost spouses, who've seen their dreams disappear, and it yeah. has nothing to do with this pan- pandemic. Right. And so I don't want us to get not, I, just, I don't mean just you and I, I mean all of us, to get too um, 
tu- too much tunnel vision yeah. in this season because this is just a season and this too shall pass. Right. And forget that there are people, you walking through things, me walking through things mm-hmm. that have nothing to do with a pandemic. Yeah. Um, and God's still faithful. Yes, He's he still faithful through every one of those things. And he can handle all of them. All of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Friends, thanks for listening. We're glad that you choose to tune in. Um, we've got some really exciting guests coming up that I'm really excited to interview. We've got a sweet friend in town visiting. She grew up here. I actually got to be her kids pastor for a while. And now God has put her elsewhere for a season. And she's home. Yeah, but she hasn't said yes yet. Well, so. she's going to because I know her and love her. <laughs> she said yes a while ago when True. she was still gone. So we're going to connect with her, hear about what God's doing in her life. And the reason I'm excited is because she's in a totally different season of life than we're in. Yep. Um, you know, she's not married. She doesn't have kids. And she's just walking a very, you know, different road than either one of us mm-hmm. are walking right now. Mm-hmm. So, yep. um, yeah, so it'll be exciting to catch up with some of our guests that we had to push off Mm -hmm. through all of this season and get some other voices back on this show. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Those are my favorites. So thanks for listening. We're so glad you do. Jump over to Instagram, the H&H Hour, and just like this promotional photo, share this with somebody so that other people can find this podcast and leave us a rating so that others can also experience the H&H Hour. We love you, friends. Have a good week.